by seeking external validation, you're taking in someone's insecurities, their experiences, their conditioning. For what? Because that literally has nothing to do with you. How can you base your worth on someone else's insecurities, someone else's worth? That has nothing to do with you. Then it's no longer your self-worth. Welcome to the I Will Get It podcast, where I'm on a mission to help you transform your dreams into reality, unleash your inner strength and guide you on the journey to becoming the best version of yourself. So each week, we'll dive into the strategies, stories and mindset shifts that will propel you towards success. So get ready, because on this podcast, we're not just dreaming, we are doing. So let's dive right in. Hi guys and welcome to this week's episode. I hope you're all doing well and having a lovely week. So as you can see in the title, this episode is all about putting yourself back on the pedestal and getting rid of those people-pleasing tendencies because let's be real, it's not serving you in any way. (laughs) So when you're putting other people on the pedestal or putting people before yourself, it can have such negative consequences like very, very, very negative consequences. Guys, trust me, I've been there, done that. So although people pleasing can feel good instantly, so when you're doing it, you feel safe, you feel accepted, in the long run, it's going to make you feel so miserable. So I tried to convince myself that I was being a people pleaser because I loved helping others and it was good practice to put other people first. Like, that's what I was taught. And I'll be real, that is a bunch of rubbish. While it's great to love others and be of service to others, if it's coming from a place where you're doing it to make others like you, if you're doing it from a place of scarcity, lack, fear, or you're afraid that a particular person will leave you if you don't act in a certain way, then girl, it needs to stop. And that's what this episode's all about. So I'm going to go through some examples of what people-pleasing looks like first and the negative effects of that. So you can really understand what people-pleasing is. Because I've noticed that a lot of people have people-pleasing tendencies, but they don't realise. We've just been conditioned to act like this, most of us. So anyway, let's dive right into the episode. Okay, so one example of what people-pleasing might look like is you might find yourself feeling compelled to engage in physical intimacy against your own desires or comfort levels and this can stem from the fear of rejection, abandonment or belief that your worth is tied to your ability to please someone and as a result you will engage in activities that you're not ready for or you don't consent to and that can lead to feelings of shame, guilt and trauma and this can create deep emotional wounds guys that linger long after the event has passed. They linger even if you're not seeing the particular person anymore and that can really impact your self-esteem and it can lead to you questioning your you know your worth and your value as a person this impacted self-worth can cause you to start letting people overstep your boundaries because you believe that that's what you deserve you start letting people overstep your boundaries more and more and more it can lead to trust issues it can even have an impact on your physical health So prolonged stress and emotional turmoil resulting from, you know, people pleasing can take a toll on your physical health, guys. It can contribute to things like insomnia, fatigue and chronic pain. 
So emotional stress can affect you physically. And it can also lead to negative coping mechanisms. So you may turn to, you know, unhealthy coping coping mechanisms such as substance abuse, self-harm or disordered eating patterns to, you know, numb yourself or to escape from the from the painful emotions. So people pleasing can have a terrible effect on your emotional well-being, your physical well-being. So look at how deeply it affects you. And that's just one example. So let me go through more examples. So next is agreeing to unreasonable demands, saying yes to completing tasks, favours or commitments, even when they're so unreasonable and so overwhelming and just so inconvenient for you because you fear that you're going to disappoint others or be perceived as incompetent. This happens a lot in the workplace and it can happen in friendships as well, where you just do too much, even though you know you don't have the capacity to do so. And again, that can lead to negative emotions of resentment, anger, etc. So you're going to feel so burnt out at work and start feeling resentment towards your manager when you could have just said no at the beginning and explained that it's not within your capacity to do what you're being asked to do. And sometimes the work that you're being given is not even, is beyond your scope of practice. Like when you signed up for the job, that was not on the job spec. You did not sign up for that. So yeah, all of those emotions can have long-term effects, as I mentioned, that anger, resentment. Another example of people-pleasing, and this happens especially in friendships, is ignoring your personal preferences. So that's going along with others' preferences for activities, outings, or choices, even when you know they don't align with your own interests or desires. So for example... If you know that you don't like going clubbing and that's all your friends want to do, don't agree to go. Like try suggesting something else. So for example, pottery classes, yoga, Pilates. If that's something that you're interested in, really interested in, suggest to do that. And you'll be surprised. Someone might even be on the same page as you. And even if they're not, that's absolutely fine. Why? Because there's so many people in this world. There's billions of people in this world. You're bound to find someone who aligns with your interests. You do not have to keep staying in a place that doesn't align with who you are, your morals, your preferences. That's not what life should be like. So I want to give another example of people pleasing. This one is really, really a big one. So people pleasing can actually come in the form of seeking external validation So people pleasers will constantly seek validation and approval from others to feel, you know, worthy or accepted. And they do this to alter their behaviour or personality to fit in or gain recognition amongst others. So when you don't feel confident in yourself, you're going to start outsourcing your self-worth. You're going to start seeking it from other people. But if you really deep it, how can you expect others to provide an accurate and genuine validation of your worth and value really deep it doesn't make sense so external validation is based on how others feel about themselves I don't know you probably heard that people are constantly projecting 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 so by seeking external validation you're taking in someone's insecurities their experiences their conditioning for what Because that literally has nothing to do with you. How can you base your worth on someone else's insecurities, someone else's worth? That has nothing to do with you. Then it's no longer your self-worth. It's not your self-worth. It's your friend's self-worth. It's Amy's self-worth. It's Natalie's self-worth. 
you taking yourself off the pedestal, therefore taking the power away from yourself, and you've given it to other people, and now you're living other people's lives. Like, real self-worth comes from within, and that's where you want to be. True self-worth goes beyond external validation. So I'm going to make a separate episode about that, because I could talk about that all day. (laughs) But being a people pleaser will make you believe that other people know what's best for you, and that it's a good idea to act, dress, or show up in a way that's, you know, quote-unquote, accepted and that's so sad because as I said you're inviting all those insecurities and making them your own so you know what's best for you no matter how close you are to someone they have not walked in your shoes they don't know the emotions that you feel they've not had the same experiences as you again I repeat no matter how close someone is to you they are not you so stop letting other people live your life for you so anyway enough of the examples now you know what people pleasing looks like how do you actually overcome it I was the biggest people pleaser known to man (laughs) and now I couldn't care less obviously I don't go around hurting people's feelings on purpose but I put myself first and I'm not going to do anything that I do not want to do and I'm also not going to go through lengths writing paragraphs about why I'm not doing a particular thing no means no. <laughs> anyway, how are we going to stop being people pleasers? You're going to make it known to yourself what you like and do not like, what you stand for and do not stand for. So this can be in different relationships in your life. So this can be in your romantic relationships with your friendships, because I feel like people don't really focus on friendships as much. And this can be with your parents as well and any other relationships you might have in your life. And once you know what you stand for and don't stand for, you'll start to recognise when you're becoming a people pleaser in certain situations. Because some people don't even realise when they're being a people pleaser. And also, you can also make a list of reasons that you deserve to put yourself first, reasons why you're that girl. As in, you can write a list detailing why you're so amazing, so great. Because when you know your worth, when you know what you have to offer, when you know that it's a privilege for people to even be blessed with your time, people-pleasing doesn't even become a part of your agenda. So yes, cultivating self-love first is a real game-changer when it comes to people-pleasing. So self-love is actually the key to all of this. It's the key to everything, really, in life. I always talk about the self-concept, and I'm, I'm going to make a separate episode about the self-concept concept because when you are so confident in who you are like you do not care about people pleasing when you are confident in yourself because you don't need anyone because you know that having yourself is the best thing you can have you come on this earth alone you leave this earth alone why should you waste your time pleasing people so next you're going to start communicating your boundaries from the jump So when you meet a new person, so that can be a guy, a potential friendship, etc. You're going to make your boundaries so clear. And if people cross that, you'll start cutting them off quickly. As in, you made it clear from the jump. They know what your boundaries were, as in you expressed it at the beginning. It's not like they didn't know. And they still decided to cross it. So thank you for showing me your true colours. Goodbye. So with your current relationships, you're going to practice saying no 
And I know this sounds like such a basic tip, but listen, once you do it for the first few times, it's going to become so easy. The first step is literally saying no the first time. And quick tangent as well, when you start saying no to people, you see people's true colours. And that's what happened to me in my life. Like, I was so upset about this at the beginning, but then I realised that it was a blessing. Some people are going to throw the biggest tantrum because you said no. They're going to feel so entitled, so triggered because you said no. But thank God for that, because you're literally filtering out people that are only in your life because you offer some kind of benefit for them. And that's not what any type of relationship should look like. People should be around you because they like you for you. Not because you're down for anything and that every time they need to go out, you're there. Or every time that you need, they need something that no one else will do, you are literally there. You'll drop everything just to be there. And next tip for learning how to stop people pleasing is with affirmations. So affirmations help me so much. So affirmations are really powerful because over time you start to really embody these affirmations you speak over your life. And I am going to give you some good affirmations that I used at the beginning of my journey. So I honour and prioritise my own needs and well-being. My worth is not dependent on the approval or validation of others. I trust my instincts and honour my intuition in all situations. I am worthy of love and acceptance exactly as I am. I release the need to constantly seek approval from others. I set healthy boundaries that honour my own values and priorities. I embrace my authenticity and express myself confidently and assertively. I'm not responsible for the happiness or approval of others. I speak my truth with courage and conviction, even if it may be uncomfortable. I let go of the need to please everyone and focus on what truly matters to me. And next, learn from the professionals. Like, there's really good books out there for people-pleasing. And if you've watched my first episode, or I think it was my second one, I talked about how reading books literally changed my life. Two books that I recommend to help you with people-pleasing is one of them, The Disease to Please, Curing the People-Pleasing Syndrome by Harriet B. And next, The Nice Girl Syndrome, Stop Being Manipulated and Abused and Start Standing Up for Yourself. And that book is by Beverly Angel. I hope I said it right. And next, I also want to talk about a creator that helped me a lot with my people-pleasing tendencies and also helped me to step into my feminine energy. And that's R. Alexis on YouTube. So that's A-W-W-L-E-X-I-S, R. Alexis. I 100% recommend watching her videos. And yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And please know that you're not going to stop becoming a people pleaser overnight, but you will get there eventually. And remember to also reward yourself every time you you successfully say no. (laughs) And that's what I do, because when you reward yourself, you really get to see your progress and it motivates you to keep going, to get better at saying no. Saying no is a beautiful thing. Saying no when it doesn't align with your values, when it doesn't align with the person you are, your morals. Saying no is absolutely fine. 
never feel compelled to do something in order to please someone. Because this is your life, girl. This is not anybody else's life. You do not want to look back 30 to 40 years down the line and realise that you lived your life for other people. You don't even know who you are because you lived your life trying to please everyone, seeking validation from everyone. You don't want to be that person. So yeah, try out the tips that I gave and see what works for you. Explore what works for you because everyone is different and this is what helped me. But anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know how you found it. You can message me on my socials, which will be linked in the show notes. If you like this episode, you can rate it five stars and leave a positive review. And thank you so much for listening, guys. Have a lovely day.